What's going on, everybody? What it do, what it do? It's a full core pressure. I'm just going for the two. You know what time it is. It's time for Mikey's 4 a.m. night audit. We're here at 4.03 a.m. on February 15th, 2001. Oh, I'm sorry, 2021. <laughs> I said that with so much confidence. 2001. I can't wait till I'm doing these podcasts for like 15 years so I can do what Bill Burr does when he has like his podcast at the first half and then he has a throwback podcast on the same day from a different year on the second half of the podcast. That's going to be flames and lit. What's up, everybody? We're here a day after uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, what's up? I see one person join the room. I wish YouTube would let me see who joins the room so I can give them a holler. I want to thank y'all for being around. Well, it's the day after Valentine's Day. How was everybody's Valentine's Day? Was it fire? Ladies, did you get everything that you wanted? Did your man prove to you everything that you needed him to prove to you to, to make it to a, another holiday before Christmas or Mother's Day or your birthday or the anniversary or one of the other many days that, um, that you get gifts and attention? <laughs> Oh man, fellas, how about you? How how was Valentine's Day to you? you? Did you get some gifts from your from your significant? Did you have to go into pocket a little bit more than you thought? Did you like plan for like All right, I'm gonna do 140 dollars for 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 Valentine's Day night, and then once you get to wherever you get into, you realize it's gonna be like 250 dollars, and you just stuck, and now you're like hella broke, but she had a good time. Is that where we at, fellas? Or did y'all have a good time too? Fellas, did y'all get any gifts? Or did you do the gift buying? I'm just asking questions. I'm not making no insinuations. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Valentine's Day is such an interesting day, you know. It's like, you know, we gotta prove so much how we feel, you know, it's like it would be nice to just let how we treat people and what we do do a lot of the talking, but that's not always the whole picture, you know. You can lie, you can lie verbally, and you can lie with your actions, so it makes sense. But uh, I know Christmas felt a little different this this year around buying gifts with people and just that whole feeling and everything like that. But I wonder how y'all felt about the feeling of Valentine's this year. I mean, there was no all-star game i don't think unless i missed it completely did i miss that no i couldn't have missed that so there was no all-star weekend so that was a little different would you ever wonder why the nba does that the nba knows deep down in its soul that every dude that has a girlfriend is going to be put in this terrible 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 position every single year if they are an NBA fan, and I mean, from the NBA's perspective, I'm just assuming that the NBA is assuming that anybody that's watching them is an NBA fan. But you got to choose, like, it's, and it's the whole weekend. They make the whole weekend All-Star Weekend. So you can't even, like, be like, all right, I'm going to hit Shoddy on Valentine's Day, and then, you know, the next night I'll be able to. It's just like, nah, you're going to miss it. Why do they do that on Valentine's Weekend every time? Why do they? What, what was the what, what was the thinking behind that? Unless I'm not remembering it correctly, but I feel like you know what? Hold on, let me look that up. 
Why not, right? We got Google right here. We got the we got the world at our fingertips. This is the NBA All-Star Game on Valentine's Day. Every year. Do y'all say Valentine's or Valentine's? A couple of months to say Valentine's. I don't know where they got it. They say it was such pride and such Valentine's. <laughs> Valentine's. Anyway, this is taking too long. But why would the NBA do that, you know? And like, there's just like no honesty <laughs> about that whole day. That day is spilled. It's advertised like it's a group day. It's not a group day. It's just it's just it's 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 a it's a day to give some girls attention. Um, cause dudes love. Let me tell you something about dudes. Dudes love. People think that dudes don't love. People think that dudes don't feel emotion. That dudes don't express emotion. And that we tell other dudes not to express emotion, not to feel emotion. That's not the case. It's just that we express the way we feel differently than than uh, than women. I mean, it's it's not it's not. You know, this ain't one for one. Everybody's got their own individual style. I understand that one hundred percent. But dudes like to dudes like to do stuff. You know what I mean? Dudes like to show they care by like doing things, hooking things up, making sure you're straight, getting you squared away. You eat today? Let me get you some da da da. da. Who said that to you? Well, that, let me let me scoop you up. Let me, you know what I mean? We like to do we like to do things to make your life easier, to make your life to show you that that we'll put our lives on hold to. You know, to, to make sure you're straight, to make sure everything's good with you. But it's like the problem I have with Valentine's Day is like it's always. It feels like it's always a pressure to express your love the way the other person wants you to express their love. And that's that doesn't feel authentic to me because everybody expresses their love different. But when Valentine's comes around, it's like, all right, here we go with the hotel rooms, with the rose petals, with the dinner, with the, you know, with the romance that looks like it was in some Hollywood script. You know what I mean? Like the way the way some of us met our significant others, you know what I mean? Some of those some of those ways were very were probably more romantic than anything they planned for the actual relationship for Valentine's. But it was like romantic because it was what they liked, you know? Like maybe they met in the TV aisle at Best Buy watching spongebob squarepants reruns or something like that while they were both waiting for their parents to buy something for you know what i mean like something like that and just chop it up over a spongebob and you're like damn that was like the best night i ever had just chopping it up with the stranger in the tv aisle at best buy watching spongebob and then you get in a relationship and it's just like show me you love me and it's like all right, i gotta do all these rose petals and all stuff but it's like but when you and me rocked we you know we rocked in the tv aisle at best buy watching spongebob so to some extent like you know how how you're gonna show each other that you care is like I don't know I just feel like we take a lot of cues from from Hollywood we take a lot of cues from what we see on TV and what you see in the cards and what you see in movies and read the books and like and then we set ourselves up to really feel disappointed in our relationships and with our significant others when in reality you know a lot of people are doing a lot of stuff on a daily basis you know a lot of people are showing that they care on a daily basis and then when you sh you know when you show that you don't when you don't like that on a specific day when valentine's day comes around so it's like all right it just seems like it's always like dude sh shut down whatever you got going on and come and do something with me today bro 
Meanwhile, the NBA is like, nah, bro, chill, chill, chill. I know she's your girl. I know she wants the rose petals in the dinner at the steakhouse, fam. But you really, what you really want to do is watch Russell Westbrook airball some three-pointers in the All-Star game. And, you, and deep down, you're like, yes. Yes. I would actually rather watch Russell Westbrook miss a bunch of three-pointers, airball them, Jones. I'm about to swear on YouTube. I would like to see that instead of going to a steakhouse, putting on a tie, getting a glass of wine, $22 glass. You know what I mean? But was this different? Was this different this year? Now that everybody, you know, some people aren't going out to eat. Some people are staying inside and cooking. Maybe this was more intimate. Maybe this was more personal. Maybe this was a lot more where it needed to be. I hope so. I hope y'all out there had like a really great Valentine's Day. I hope it was super uh, enjoyable. I, I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. I'm just I'm just free flowing today. I don't really have any topics in mind. You know, I I have a lot of stuff that I was thinking about, but with these lives, it's tough. It's like you do one live, you get gassed and you get hyped, and then when it's time to do another live, like. I'm torn between just just free free flowing or like coming in hella prepared. But if I come in prepared, then it's just like not it just not really feels it just doesn't really feel organic. It feels more like a like a news show. And if anybody knows me, I cannot stand mainstream uh, media, so news media. So I'm not trying to uh, to hop on that wavelength. So I'm trying not to go down that route. But um, hold on one second. I will have to put y'all on hold. Bruno Mas. We good. We Gucci. I'm out here repping Magic Circle. For those that are listening, can't see it. Magic Circle did it. Tough. You know, I rep that East Coast heavily. I'm Boston all day, baby. To our D.I.E., yeah? So I'm trying to think, you know. I'm trying to figure out, you know, I, I live in L.A., I live in Massachusetts, essentially. You know what I mean? I'd be doing the back and forth all the time. My family's out in Mass. You know what I mean? I'd be out in L.A. doing my thing. But I'm thinking, like, is L.A. up? I mean, I don't know. Like, this, this is another opportunity where I wish I had, like, 47 people in my life so I could have a conversation with people so I can get a feel for what's going on around the country. But, like, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? My whole life, I spent in Boston, New York, and Los Angeles my whole life. So, one second, y'all. I'll be back again. Yo, Mike, I got someone's desk. Y'all heard it.
All right, I'm back. Hey, who's that one person that's just been hanging in? Y'all really appreciate you. Always got one person. I got a stock out there. I appreciate the stalker. Don't like for real stock me in real life. Stock me online and, and recruit other stalkers to stock me online. That's that would be dope. I mean, I need a good fan base. But yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like what's 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 the haps right now? What's what what to do? I mean, a bunch of my friends have moved from the East Coast to like Atlanta. That's a destination. I'm not sure if I really want to go to Atlanta, but Atlanta be popping. I feel like Texas is kind of the de facto come up city right now. Everybody in my uh, in my live, all my one people in my live, is Texas live right now? Is Texas hot right now? It's huge. I know that if people were to move to Texas, it probably would be a lot of room because I don't think there's I don't think Texas is that is like that filled. I, I could I could be wrong, but it feels like the hot spots right now is like Florida, Texas, Atlanta, and um, Colorado. Now I'm just weighing my options. You know, I want to see something a little different. My whole life I spent in Boston, I spent in New York, I spent in LA. You know, they're big cities and they got their own qualities, you know, they, they have their own personalities, their own feels. But let me tell you, it's all cities, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's all cities. And I'm a city boy, I'm a city guy. That's kind of how I was raised. And that's where I feel the most comfortable. But maybe I just haven't been stimulated in other environments yet, you know? And I think about that from time to time. And I think about what Colorado's doing. I hear rumors. I mean, I know Colorado's been making crazy money with their marijuana um their marijuana businesses I, I know boston's got to be making crazy money now because then taxes at the dispensary is through through let me tell you let me, let me just say something that's kind of annoying about the um dispensaries i the dispensaries are making me like not like doing that no more am i the only one because i feel like i go there and they are just mad annoying like they be trying to tell you where to stand, how to stand in line, where to go. Like, it's just like so much demanding and controlling and telling you what to do. And I'm like, bro, all I just want to do is just buy some of this. Like, you're making it such a hassle. And it's like, they do it like, like, you know, when you go to a place and you just want to buy like a pack of gum and they'd be like, email address. And you're like, do I really got to give my email addresses to like cop this gum? They'd be like, yeah. Like they be asking for email address, phone numbers, and all this. I'm just like, just give me. I'm already paying the tax. I'm already paying the tax, which is almost like buying a whole nother order of something. The tax be outrageous. I'm already paying the tax. Do I gotta? Do I have to do all of this other rigmarole? This other dude told me last time I was there. Like I put my name down there. I said Mike, and then I put the the letter of my last name. I'm over here acting like y'all don't know my last name. I put C as my last name. And he gonna tell me that's what I do every time. He's just like, next time put your whole last name so it's easier for me to find. Fam, just look for my number and give me my order, dog. I don't care how easy it is for you to find. Why do I have to give you all of my information just to cop some of this stuff, dog? It's just like Matt. It's like we don't even do that for alcohol. You know what I mean? They be like, just give it to me cash and then get out of my store. That's how they be. But for some reason, with that. Mary Jane, they be acting crazy.
So maybe the dispensaries out in Colorado are better because they've been around for a lot longer. I sure as heck like the way they do it in L.A. a lot more than they do it out here on the East Coast. On the East Coast, 10 weeks ago, they were basically hanging people at the gallows for having a dime bag of weed on you. And now all of a sudden, they got commercials. and You know what I mean? It's just like there's a certain air of pompous. I don't know what it is because I can't blame the workers because the workers are just people. You know what I mean? I can't necessarily blame them, but it just feels it just feels so. It's, it's almost like all the fun is ruined. You know what I mean? It's like paying like a sex tax. Eventually, you just be like, really? Like, it's just sex. Like, I, I just feel like weed is so easy to produce and natural to produce that I don't, I just don't understand why the tax would just be so annoying anyway, but Colorado seems to be doing it, doing it well. I mean, I hear rumors that they're giving out health insurance and stuff like that to with their excess Medicuana money. That's kind of epic. I also read that they are de decriminalizing the use of psilocybin for, uh, for medical use, which is, whoa, that's kind of huge. That's kind of big time. I would like to see the studies on that and the research on that. Supposedly, when done with um, therapy and microdosing and stuff like that, that it helps people with PTSD, with depression, end of life, um, anxiety, things like that. But you know what? When it's time for when it's time for these these local governments to start making that cash off of something, start taxing something. They start lying about these benefits like a mother butter. They stay. They just start lying. I, okay, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm a plebeian in this sense. I'm just a civilian in the sense of what I'm about to say. But from what I understand about corn, it's the same. Same thing with corn. Apparently, corn used to be super nutritious. It used to be super good for you. You could eat corn and have all kinds of nutrients in your body immediately. It was like different colors and stuff like that too when the Native Americans were rocking with it. And then apparently we did something and added something to the mix. And now it just looks like my shirt and it just stays at this color, you know, forever. It's just one color. It's like a yellow and that's it. And it has no nutrients in it now. And apparently we have these enormous stockpiles of corn around the world and around the country. And that's part of the reason why we have corn, everything, everything's corn syrup, corn starch, Corn this, corn that. They give away. I mean, they don't give away popcorn, but how they still charge? If that, if if corn ain't got no nutrients in it, and it's just essentially popped air, how are they charging us twenty nine hundred dollars and eighteen cents at the movies for some goddamn popcorn? You see what I'm saying? Like this Corona thing. Like I would never wish that this would happen. I'm not asking for Corona. I'm not asking for a disease. That would be terrible. I love life. I love humans, human beings. I love human being life. I'm not trying to do anything to mess that up, but it definitely did speed up some trends that we were having. And one of the trends that I noticed is like the movie theater just became weird. It just became a weird place. Like it was priced for people that just have crazy amounts of excess money to throw around. But the people that have excess money to throw around just aren't really going to the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like the movies is supposed, usually is supposed to be like a place that the people can go to. And, you know, because the people can go there, used to have these big crowds, these active crowds, these engaged crowds. I went to go see 
I went to go see um, Spider-Man. Was it Homecoming? No, it was the second one. What's the second one? Spider-Man Homecoming and then Spider-Man Homegoing. <laughs> Which of the Spider-Man 2 one? It's Spider-Man Homegoing. I saw the uh, two over in L.A. at the uh, at that theater over by the Chinese theater. Or is it like in the Chinese theater, one or the other? And it was just like old school. Like it was just like kind of like stadium seating, but there was just like a thousand seats. Like it just so many seats, like opera house type. And the screen was there. Like every time like a person came on screen, the whole theater erupted. Kids were there. They were laughing. They were, you know, every beat of the movie, they were just so so engaged. It just made it just made me feel so good. It brought me back to those times when I used to go to the movies, like when I saw a scary movie, one and two in the theaters and I, you know, I just remember the entire theater laughing. Just the entire theater was just involved in that experience. Packed to the brim. People were there on date nights, little Friday night date nights, little young kids and stuff like that. But then you saw families, you saw older people. Like, I was there with my boys. Like, that's just what I feel like I remember going to the theaters. Now the theater is just like, you go there on a date? That drawn $35. Dinner in a movie ain't no... Dinner in a movie is a thousand dollars flat. <laughs> if you ain't got a thousand dollars, you ain't taking somebody out to a dinner in a movie. You need a thousand dollars. It's eight hundred dollars for the movie for both of y'all, plus concessions and all that. And then you gotta, then you gotta go to dinner after that. Drop two hundo, three hundo. You know what I mean? And that's not even Valentine's. On Valentine's, forget about. So I just feel like that was just such a good experience. I don't get that experience when I go to the theater as much anymore. And it could be for a myriad of different reasons. Um, but one reason I feel like is like they just they just got they just wanted they just got money hungry or something. Cause I you just can't afford to do that. You just can't afford to go like there's a couple theaters where you can get them them little five dollar movie theaters or whatever and god bless them because they are just keeping the art form alive in its true sense you know what i mean it's supposed to be movies supposed to be for the people man people supposed to enjoy it maybe it's just maybe it got a little too intelligent maybe maybe everything is just too it needs to be dissected and stuff like that and they're not making stuff like, yeah, that's not true because we do have fast and furious 1100 and that is for sure made for the people so, you know, I'm, I might be just be seeing it wrong, but I just feel like I was, I'll, I'll be honest, I was happy to see that when Corona hit, like these theaters just could not justify charging people $1,000 a ticket. Like you just can't do that to people. For a two hour movie, and let's be honest, I'm not even gonna say the rest of that sentence, but let's be honest, you, you already know where that sentence is going. I don't even really watch Netflix all that much anymore. I mean, are y'all on streaming? Maybe just the nature of life has just been so dramatic that it's been making me not um, get as much into movies. Maybe a combination of that and my attention span and stuff like that. But sometimes, like, I'll get, I'll get two, three scenes into a movie and just, and it's not even about good or bad or anything like that. But it's just like. Okay, I'll get to this movie later because I just don't have the attention right now to to pay attention to it. It's weird. It'll be like two scenes into the movie. So that I think that trend was happening regardless. I think I think the trend of of our attention span was starting to shrink regardless. 
You know, people don't want to see five-hour epics and stuff anymore. They'd rather see 16 movies spread out over five years than to see one five-hour epic. So that combined with the fact that you just start charging people more and more money, it's like, what are we, what are, what are we going to do? It's not like people are being dragged to the movies like we used to be. I mean, now, I still love the movies. I'm not, I, I, it sounds like I'm hating, but I love the movie theater. I used to go to the movie theater by myself as a kid. I love going by myself to this day. It's very therapeutic. It's very chill. I went to a theater around my way months ago, and it was me and two employees in the entire building. And I was like, that's kind of lovely, you know, and an opportunity sometimes to just be able to be in the theater by yourself and do your thing. But nothing beats that feeling of like Friday night, a movie just dropped and the theater's packed and like everybody's trying to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Everybody's trying to just be there and just be engaged. Like that's such a good feeling. I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll get that back. It makes me kind of sad. We're going to have to change some of our arenas and how we set all that stuff up. Um, but I, I don't know. I've just, I've been rambling. And I, this was one of the most aimless. This was a good lesson for me to understand exactly how to do it this live thing but this is one of the most aimless podcasts i've done but i'm gonna upload it though because 22 years from now people gonna come back to this episode i don't know what they're gonna say i don't know how how it's gonna go but they're gonna be happy that they can go back to this episode i kind of forget that i'm being on my video too anyways before i just keep rambling on i'm just gonna call it there it's been 25 minutes i'm just gonna call it that one <clears throat> I hope y'all had a great Valentine's Day. I just, I, I want to hear how, how things went for y'all. I want to hear what the experience is like. Um, one of my friends was talking about, she's all sad because nobody gave her anything for Valentine's Day. And then I, I see her the day after Valentine's Day. She got chocolates, she got boxes of roses. And she's like, but if you really knew me, you knew I didn't really want roses. You see what I'm saying? Like, dang, brother can't even get no roses no more and have that mean nothing. Anyway, I'm not going to ramble. Yo, y'all are the best. Y'all are the bomb. Whoever that one person is that's, that's here, I give you ultimate kudos, props, respect, shout out, all of that. Because you're a real one. You stayed through it. Uh, everybody, I will check you again on another stream. And we're going to have some fun on my other streams. Um, sometimes it has to be whack. That's just the, the nature of reality. This is the nature of nature. It just has to be that way. Circle of life. You've seen it in Lion King. <clears throat> you know, all of that good stuff. So I will holler at y'all later. And uh, stay up. Peace.